Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of nothing but just chaos and misery <laughs> and sadness and proof that um, uh, people just lose their ambition and hopes and dreams. Jeez. Uh, this is Reality <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I say it was like, yo, this shit was draining. Like, I got to the point, like, I'm not even going to front with y'all, like, for real. I got to the point where certain couples would pop up, and I was just like, "This is a bunch of nothing. I'm skipping this. Like, I don't even care what happens." I with y'all. I did roll my eyes a lot. <laughs> uh, a fuck ton. Yeah, like, like it was a lot of eye rolling. This is our Valentine's Day episode. Oh yeah, Happy Valentine's Day! By the Happy way, y'all. Valentine's Day. If you celebrate that, you know what's funny though, what? and so I'm out of. The six couples, so we're doing 90 Day Fiance season six. Yes. Out of the six couples, um, three of them are still together. Three are still together, yeah. But you notice it kind but of falls in line three with divorce to rates. still be together. No, not at all. <laughs> like, not at all. Um, okay, so this is how I propose we do this, right? Okay. So we'll take it couple by couple. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the nothings. Yeah. Um. I personally would prefer to start with Ashley and Jay because it was their storyline was what I was expecting. Exactly what I expected <laughs> to happen. <laughs> sure, we'll start yeah. there. So we can pretty much sum this up in like 30 seconds. White girl goes to Jamaica, gets her vacation braids, meets a Jamaican dude, gets dicked down, falls Went in to love. Went Jamaica, Jamaica for dude. a wedding. Oh, for a wedding. For a wedding. I'm sure she still came back with her vacation braids, though. You know she did. <laughs> you know she did. Uh, she came back with a bunch of. Sh- she came back home with a bunch of straight backs with a bunch of loose hairs flying you know, everywhere. She came back with them straight backs with them red, green, and black beads on beads. them. Beads. Them big wooden red, green, and black beads hanging off the end with them um puka shells all in the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The puka shells. Looking yes. a fool. Matter of fact, when I saw her, I thought about, I don't know if you watch The Office, but I watch it all the time. There's mm-hmm. an episode where Michael goes to Jamaica and he comes back with that single braid and it has like red, green, and black yes, I remember hanging that. off of it. That's I what it reminded that. me. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I that's thought t- of. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and it's like this braid, he kept trying to make it move and it's like, it's so small. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> Like, it's a fucking rat tail, sir. Let your, let your vacation exactly. rat tail And it was go. in the oddest space. It was just like, all right. <laughs> so she goes to the wedding. Or he, she, she gets or she down might have came good. back with uh, Adele's Bantu nuts. Oof. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about those. Okay, just quick comment on that. I feel like Adele was just with her like Jamaican friends, and they were like... Let's do this, you know, and nobody thought twice about it. She's dating Skepta, you know, so she's very involved. She's dating Skepta? Yeah. Yeah. She's dating his ass? Yes. Yes. Okay. After he embarrassed her, she got Naomi Campbell Campbell let him go. But now him and Adele are dating. Because she embarrassed her ass. He he was, oh, sis was just out here. But yes, him and Adele are was dating. Was she not? So, poor you know, Naomi. She's very involved with the blacks right now. Right. 
I really feel like it was a situation that they were like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to do this. So we're all going to go get dressed up. Yeah, and they were they like, were here, like, girl, let me do your hair real quick. Let me let, go get, go grab your little lemon and let me like do your hair right fast so you can fit in with us. And yeah. Right. That's exactly you know, what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a better situation than when Alyssa Milano had braids, but Oof. I digress. Alyssa Milano. I digress. Braids. I think that. See, that image lives rent-free in my mind because just all the faces Same. of the black people behind her just did it for me. <laughs> yes. It's like she went to a junior apprentice upholster and had her hair done because it just looked like, like a bad a, chair. Like a 12-year-old braided her braids. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's literally what just No, not with. even a 12-year-old. <laughs> Like a twelve year old braided her braids two months in advance. Exactly. She didn't slept on them. She, she ain't slept tied her on hair them. down. She just was wild. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. No no gots to be, no gorilla. No, nothing. No nothing. Nothing to seal. Nothing to hold. She ain't but, even she ain't even put no jam on it. Just <laughs> No jam. No jam. No jelly. No magic. No mystery. It's just there. <laughs> You ain't even, couldn't even get the beeswax or nothing. Just just here. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Them braids just this happened to all awful. of us. They just happened to all of us. It was, it was quite offensive. I need. I, I feel like I need reparations for her braids. No, she got it because COVID happened and her hair started falling out. So we ain't got to worry about braids no more. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> Ashley and Jay... She got that. She got that Jamaican dick and decided I'm she gonna marry him. Good. Mm-hmm. She he said was, she wanted to get this dick for the rest of her life. He was a whole like twelve years younger than her. Yeah, he was twenty. She's thirty two. She's thirty two with kids, so she's in a very different place in life. Yeah, and very then different like, place in life. He also talked about how he like was dicking down his father's girlfriend because she was sending him money. Yes. I mean, all things have just be a, all of this was shit that I just expected. Exactly. Like he's an attractive twenty year old man with he's he's probably got like a twelve inch, thirteen inch dong. Oh, so he's you know. dicking these girls down. You know it's huge. He's way too confident right. for it not to be. Right. Like he knows what it he he knows what it is. Yeah. I thought she, I think she felt like oh I can settle him down. I can settle but that's him. not he, he ain't there these, yet. He catch these white girls on vacation and get everything they get all the time. And that's everything. His, that's his thing. And he decided he wanted to come do it in America. So he got her ass, and it's like and to be expected. And he got he here, hopped his ass. <laughs> got met up with them <coughs> them fuck boys in the barbershop and promptly yes, started fucking did. around on them. Yes, they actually they finally split. I don't think they showed this on the show. They did. Where he they got were... fucked, caught, got caught fucking on camera in the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. But yes, that happened. They finally split. But she's still on the hook for him. Yeah, she still has to have. She still holds responsibility for him for the next ten years. Which fucking sucks. as long as he's on American soil. For, yeah, until um, until that. Uh, the visa runs out, which I think at yeah. this point is what seven years left on it. Yeah, it. I think it's about that because yeah. I'm pretty sure this. It's either seven or eight. I'm pretty sure this aired on in 2018. Because I was about to say this was two years ago. So yeah, it's like seven, eight years left on that visa, okay. which sucks for her. 
Yeah, because it's essentially just another child, and you legally yeah. are obligated to take care of this person. And he's a literal fuckboy that makes terrible decisions, so... Yes. Well, he's also 20. He's 20. And that's not to be... A, that's not a defense for all or really any of his actions, but it's really, like, we have to be cognizant of, of like, age I've been having that conversation a lot the you know? last... I've been having that conversation a lot the last two days. Because, as we all know, Justin Timberlake and his um, apology to oh. Britney and Janet and everything. And and I keep saying, like... I thought he already did that, though. He did. I feel like he does he, that every two years when it's Super Bowl season. He apologized to Janet the first time back in 2006. But um, the other day, he released a very, very long statement about... Yeah. And you know, just apologizing for everything that he that he not only participated in but didn't stop from happening and and because you know that um documentary about Britney came out. And yeah. which I did watch and I it was it was it didn't tell me nothing I didn't already know, but it's right. like but in this, because I you know, people drag Justin every Super Bowl season. People like they drag Justin all year, but then I and I think that people keep saying Britney was so young. She was so young. It was unfair the way he weaponized their breakup, blah, 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 without taking into account that he was the same age. He was 18 as well. So it's like, if what has any of y'all done at 18 that y'all can stand at 40 and be proud of? So I, I understand the, I understand the anger about, the Janet Jackson thing. I don't even the understand that. Britney Spears. I don't even well, understand hold the on, anger let me finish, behind though. Janet. Well, let me. This is my. This was the thing, and this is why I feel like people are still angry about Justin Timberlake with the whole Janet Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. It's because white artists get this capability to come in and do black sounds and be black and be in these yeah. black spaces, and then he gets the capability to then go off and be what was it like, man of the wild or some bullshit to get back to his pop roots and well, whatever also, that man of audience the woods is. is still pretty R and B. If anybody's listened to it, it's still pretty R and B. It's not. Is it's it? Not pop I, there's a couple of songs that I've heard were it's, so. It, the couple of songs I've heard were folky, and I was like, "This is." I see why. I mean, he's it, from you, Tennessee. It's still very Justin Timberlake. Is. Like and nothing about truthfully, it. Truthfully, is he shouldn't have been given the space in that room to begin with, I, and that is the biggest. This issue is where for I me. disagree, and the, I say this is why I disagree with that because he's from Memphis, right? So yes. being from Memphis, the folky country sound and that very soul sound very much meshes together all the time. Yeah, definitely. Also, he grew up with Al Green as his pastor and his musical I mentor. that too. So I can't say that he shouldn't have been given the space because he can't help how his voice sounds. No, he, he can't, can't help how his voice sounds. Who he connects to sonically. Because even if you yes, go back and listen to even the evolution of NSYNC, as they got more involved in their music, the sound changed. Well, that just wasn't NSYNC. That was pop beginning to pull even more from R&B and rap, so much so that now you can't tell the difference between pop and 
and R and B. I mean, that's true, but you know, it's just of the moment. But if you talk to, if you talk about their musical influences. It's boys to men. It's Al Green. Oh, yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? No, so I'm not like, doubting that at all. But I still think the reason I don't get the vitriol behind the Janet thing is because when we talk about Janet, it's like it was a mistake. It was a wardrobe malfunction. It was this. It was that. But when we talk about Justin, it was like he did it on purpose, which it was very clear. It was a planned gag that went wrong. Both of them reacted yeah. to it. But then we also got to look at where they were in their career, right? He was 18, 19 years old, first album, trying to break away from the boy band roots. Of course, he apologized to everybody. Of course, he did all, he did all the Mia Copas he had to do. Because he had a he had a lot more on the line. Janet was in a place that she could say, fuck y'all, I'm not apologizing for shit. Because she was in that place. No, she apologized. She eventually. definitely apologized. Not initially, and but eventually she did. I will say that the consequences that happened between the two balanced, <laughs> balanced out. Because Janet's been banned from Super Bowl performances. Yeah. <coughs> for the rest of her entire career. And that doesn't that doesn't only affect Super Bowl performances, but that means that if a company would like to mm-hmm. use her for a Super Bowl ad or any major sports right. event ad, that cuts into that her money. And he got the public backlash. He did. And what I was saying about the like carving of space, I just feel like I feel like when he came out, and we do this across the board, yeah, in everything. When a white kid comes out and does what we do just as well as, or sometimes not even as well as we do, we trumpet them, we put them up on a pedestal, yeah. we back them, we love them, X, Y, and Z. However, when it comes down to the needs and the necessities, you're either not in the room or you're just staring through the window with a cute little tweet. And, and that's the that, shit that I'm not with. Like, if you're going to be with us and if we're going to sit here and put our money behind you and back you and support you, then nigga, your ass, you and Jessica and her bill and the Beagle and, and the I Seventh Heaven need is, to be down with the cause. What I will say is I can definitely say as he's grown, he's definitely become more active and vocal. Yeah. and it, But it's like. Because of the way, and there has to be some leeway given for that too, because you do have to think about career. You have to, th- and, and then it's like you have to think about the place and the time, and, and also, how easily and best like way for you to do it. We put so much on him about the Janet thing, but he didn't write the headlines. He didn't. Blame no, not her. at all. No, he didn't do any of that. No. Just like we put a lot on him about weaponizing his breakup with Britney, but he didn't. He didn't write those headlines. He didn't. Also, so I, I don't get that. About, because it's like, they were like, oh, because, so I was telling somebody like, else about this. Like, I don't know getting mad about that. I was telling somebody else about this yesterday, then we can get back to what we was actually talking about. This is how you know that that couple yeah. wasn't talking about nothing. This, <laughs> no. I was talking about this yesterday. So, he proposed to her, and she was like, nah, I'm straight. I think we should break up. <coughs> so, then... He went. He was in the middle of recording his album. If you listen to the album, there's a very, there's very, a very clear break between the like half the songs. Right, you can tell it's mm-hmm. like this is pre breakup, this is post breakup. It's very clear in the way the songs are. So, 
This is the album with Cry Me a River on it, right? Yeah. Cry Me a River was written the day he broke up with Britney. But it was never supposed yeah, to, to be, be a single. It never was supposed to be a single. They actually weren't even going to talk about the breakup until after the album came out. Somebody, because this is when paparazzi was really like becoming a thing. Yeah. So somebody taught, somebody stole the breakup story to the paparazzi. Then you got Wade Robeson, who has been proven to lie about everything, who then went Ooh. to, he's the same, he was a, he was a choreographer for NSYNC, for Britney, oh. the same one that said Michael Jackson molested him. Okay, so I know what you're talking about. he then went to In Touch or Us Weekly or one of them and said, oh, Britney and Justin broke up because I was fucking her, which has been... Like it has been everybody around him and said that never happened, but yeah, but he put that out there. Justin didn't deny it, but he didn't, he didn't say it didn't happen, but he didn't say it did, right? Yeah, so yeah, you don't comment on it exactly. So that kept rolling because it was easy. What they wanted to do was paint it like, what did she do? Because they had already started doing that to her. You know, she was a yeah. she was a skank. She was her boobs were fake. She they had already been doing that to her. Her song promoted domestic violence. Right. It was all, it was all, it's it was always, always been a bunch of it's always been a bunch her. of stuff with her. So it was easy to put that on her, right? So then we go. The singles were set. It was supposed to be like I love you, and then Senorita, and then the third single was supposed to be Rock Your Body, right? The label was like, fuck that. We're going to capitalize off the breakup. Put out Cry Me a River. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, supposed to come out. And they used a little Britney out. Spears lookalike. And then they created the treatment with the Britney Spears lookalike. He wasn't yeah. in a position to say no. Also, as an artist and musician, you use your own life as inspiration. So all of those things are to be expected. I mean, look at Taylor Swift's entire catalog is riddled entire with the corpses of her Entire catalog is breakup songs. It's all corpses of her former lovers and people listen like it's, to it's to be expected her music just to hear details of her breakups yeah so i don't understand people being mad at him for that like because yeah. that's but because you know what i do get it because she, britney spears is a pretty little white girl who has been yep. legitimately victimized yes that's what that's why i i'm like he, i she has been legitimately i don't understand this because this by a lot of do. people around her i just can't yeah just i just can't not necessarily him, say that as as he was see. one of the ones that did it he just didn't stop right it. as far as we can see as far as we can see it's just yeah he didn't his fault is that he didn't stop it when he could have. Yeah. That's where he, his fault lies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, But it's easy okay. to hate him because everything about him says douchey white boy. It, it's very easy to hate him. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the poster it's, child of douchey white boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And and when you throw in the Janet thing, it's like, how dare you get this beautiful, talented black woman who's been doing this for this long banned from the Super well, Bowl? Also, like, yeah, so that just, Janet yeah. shit had far bigger reaches because so J.C. Shazay, who was another member of NSYNC, was supposed to perform at another sporting event a month later, and he got canceled oh, behind the Janet shit. Would not doubt it. He yeah. got canceled right behind it, it and that like killed that his shit album. Hits 
far and wide. That killed that, his I can't album. Even imagine. So there's a lot the of people number of people who blame Justin for that too. A number of people who like. I can only imagine the number of people who lost their jobs yeah. over this, who probably didn't even know that this was a thing. It literally just went into was. Work. And what happened? This because I like was reading like an interview she did, and she was saying how it happened. So you know she had that black thing on, and the red piece was underneath. The red yeah. piece was supposed to stay, and the black part was supposed to come off. But when the the wardrobe people rigged the piece. They accidentally sewed the red piece to the black piece, so All when together, they pulled so it, it off, everything came off. Okay. <laughs> I also, like we we have to say too, for Americans, Americans are just proved like, it, was it, was titty. Titty. Get it was a titty. It was a titty. Like it was. We've all seen. We've all sucked on them in various capacities, in some like, capacity, whether it's for nutrition or sexual mouth. pleasure. <laughs> yes, like it's just a goddamn titty. Like it was a nip. Chill out. And then y'all. It wasn't like, even a nip. It, well, it was you, just a titty was, with the piercing. You could see the nip because she had that sun piercing around it. But it was like. Oh, I thought it was. She. Oh, maybe the pictures I saw edited. Yeah, it was yeah. edited because she had that sun thing around it. But it was a two-second ver- look at a nip. It's just a fucking titty. It's like, if y'all I, don't I've seen more you. offensive shit on this show, yeah. on this specific show, yeah. than that. Okay, so let's get back. He he starts to... Tr- he comes here, does fuckboy shit. Mm-hmm. He tries to cheat on her it was three days after they gotten married he was on she finds out on tinder he also gets caught later fucking a girl in the barber shop on camera mm-hmm. um that pretty much wraps them up i do on a, on this one note though for all of you who are in relationships with with specifically black people do not read us the comments no, that was the only issue I had with Ashley. I didn't like that. Was that the only issue because it's like if those mm-hmm. of you who may listen to this show who are not of color, if you are in, yes. if you are in a relationship with a person of color, and so and you see a photo, a wedding announcement, whatever it may be, and there's a bunch of racist comments on it, don't read it to us. Do not traumatize us Please in don't. that way. We don't need it. Please we don't. get it and enough as no. it is, and we already deal with it enough on both sides. Just being in a interracial relationship, don't traumatize mm-hmm. us in that way by reading these yes. like threats and racial slurs and everything. Like I don't need it because if you we don't if need you, that. If you read it and you feel whatever you feel, just imagine, imagine what how we, we feel. feel because it's directed at yep. us. Yep. You don't need to traumatize us in that manner. It's not necessary. That, and that was the only thing I didn't like about... That was the only thing that I didn't... I couldn't deal with with her. But and she also I, was extremely I'm willing to chop naive. that up to not she knowing. She was extremely naive in the way she that was. she was. She just seemed really sweet. She was. She was extremely sweet and naive in what she thought that... Because she... You know, she's one of those, oh, I don't see color. Everybody's equal. Which I... Whatever. We ain't gotta go there. But... She got. She didn't realize that this is actually how the world exactly. Operates. She had no concept of how the world the actually works. Yes, 
Because she lived that in was this really... lily white area with her lily yes. white friends. And he was fun because he was different and nothing like the one she just left. And, yep. and she just didn't understand that everybody isn't as open as in, and accepting as you are, especially in your lily white town. Although quiet as it's kept, I really mm-hmm. do think her friend was the one writing that bullshit. The one that said that Jay cheated? Yeah. I thought so, too. I think it was her friend, for real, but... it Like, it has to be somebody you know. It's somebody who knows you, because why would a stranger do that? How would they know that you have a wedding How website? How would they know, know to find you your wedding website? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's obviously somebody that knows you. Uh, it ha- you have to be a hateful bitch to just troll the night to find interracial weddings. Like, Say that again, bitch. <laughs> I really do think it was her friend who did all that because she was mad yeah whether she was mad that he didn't want her or mad that because secretly her friend was really giving me like i'm in love with you and i don't want you to be with nobody else that's what her friend was giving me (laughs) i got i i got why me tease not necessarily i'm in love with you Mm-hmm. I got the well. Why am I? Well, why don't I have? And why? Yeah. You know what I mean. That. Which come can come off kind of the same way based on uh, perception. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, y'all. I just drank some coffee. <laughs> um. Okay, so that pretty much wraps them up. Uh, let's get to the next round of nothings. Uh, Stephen and Olga. I forgot about them. Um, Shit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Steven's from Maryland. Olga was from Russia. Uh, Olga was here for the summer. Steven and Olga ended up uh, falling in love. And of no, course, no, Steven and Olga did not fall in love. Steven and Olga ended well, up they fucking claim. and she got pregnant. <laughs> they, they say they fell in love. Fall in love, my ass. They had a, a they engaged in uh, sexual activity. Olga ended up pregnant and had to go back to Russia. Steven goes to Russia uh, to help with taking care of the baby and helping Olga try and get her um, citizenship. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the K-1 visa process started, which ends up with a hiccup. Um, of course, U.S.-Russian relations, relations are shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Steven not being able to understand not only the language but just humans <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah the only he's just he's like my family has anger issues and it's great that you acknowledge that it means it's this first step in trying to be better he's at it, never but built you... a relationship and it's very clear he's no, never built a relationship yeah. with anybody and it is very very clear yes anything longer they're also than a physical relationship that lasts a couple minutes because it's he doesn't know how to interact with people he doesn't and he's got those why he got what i like to call wild eyes yeah yeah, he's got wild eyes. Where you, when you see people with that look, you just kind of you do arm's length because you don't know. He you also know has what a giant do, what say. chip on his shoulder. At the world, though, yeah, at literally the entire world, which doesn't yeah. help when you're trying to build a relationship with somebody, especially with somebody that you can't speak the language. He's he also gives me MAGA vibes. Yes. He's very America first, and he he gives me like strong MAGA vibes. <laughs> 
I can I can get that. Um, he, they're also very young. Very and this very is young. Really complicated complicated situation for two twenty year olds to be trying to navigate. To try to navigate alone because no one was helping alone. either of them. No. And they obviously both have had really fucked up familial issues. Which is why they even linked into each other, which is why they even joined and kind of became like in tandem in this manner, because neither Mm -hmm. of them has had any guidance in how to navigate life. And it shows in the decisions that they make. Yeah. I mean, it does. Um, I will say... Uh, I know that they're still together. Yes. I really hope that they have worked out their issues. I hope they've seen a um, therapist. That, yeah, that number one. Because it, this really is, this really was two kids that just felt like they never really felt love. And now they ha- they kind of have each other and they have the kids. And they kid. have this baby and they have. Yeah, I just, I just, I hope that they are Like, I'm glad they're well. still together. I really do hope they're doing well. I hope that they yeah. both got some level of therapy to yes. kind of sort through their things. Because... You like I was sad watching them. Like yeah. I was very sad watching them because it was very clear that these are two very lost children. Yes. Trying to like navigate very the world. So. And it's not even one of those things that I'm watching it like fifteen years later. This was two years ago. Yeah. So it's like Yeah, oof. That was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. I like and, and also their story just kind of got repetitive. Like she's obviously dealing with some level of problem. She from what I can see, I'm not going to try. She was clearly Thank dealing you. with postpartum depression. As somebody who's had from two what kids, I can see, I can, I know what that looks like. She was very clearly dealing with yes. postpartum depression. She was very clearly trying to, and she had navigated her entire pregnancy alone. Alone, and, and then you have him like barking about them not sp- sp- him not being a priority about or him like, because he I mean, clearly has abandonment issues, and so like he's yes really putting that on her in a way that I don't even think he realized wasn't fair. He didn't, he didn't, and you could see it. Yeah, you can see it, and I, I fully understand when you are in a relationship with children. Wanting to make sure that that relationship, because that's how the child came about, is a priority. Yeah. And honestly, f- to me, is always the first priority it, because everything trickles down within the relationship. But it takes work. And at 20 years it old, takes work. neither of you them understand were that. prepared for the amount of work it takes to still nurture your relationship while nurturing your baby. Because it's very easy, and especially as a mother. trying to immigrate. Right. And trying to immigrate. Because it's very, very easy, especially as a mother, to get lost in motherhood and forget about mm-hmm. not just your relationship with your partner, but your relationship with yourself. Yes. It's extremely easy. One of the things, I always encourage this when it comes to baby showers. Family, if you're the friend, family is always going to buy shit for the baby. Yeah. Buy something for the mom. Yeah. I, I definitely like that's, say that. It's always important. Friends need to buy things sh- for the mom. Because, like, the baby shower, mm-hmm. yes, it is to help get the get stuff for the baby. That's the point of it. But it's also, we also need to acknowledge that this woman's identity is not her child. 
Yeah, she's not just a uterus. Exactly. She's not just whoever's mom. And that's what happens because traditionally that's what happened with women, which is why when their kids get grown, they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. They feel emptiness. They they now call it emptiness. Yeah, but it's like they're like lost in the world and they're like kind of just like, I don't know what to do. And then so many of them end up in like these really wild, reckless situations because they have no idea what to do. Because if you think about how, how young people were having children. So if you get yeah. if you have a kid at twenty, you're thirty eight. Your kid's grown. You didn't mm-hmm. do any of the normal twenty year old shit. So now you're trying to do it at nope. thirty eight, and you got different mm-hmm. stuff on the line. You're in a different place in your life, and that's how you end up in wild, reckless situations. And, and your whole identity is just wrapped around your position in just being a parent. Mm-hmm. Like you've just been mom and dad that whole time. Like you don't even know who, who, for lack of a better term. Oh no, Stephen and Olga. I'll just use their names. You don't even know who Stephen and Olga are because you ain't had time to find Stephen. Exactly. Because you've been too busy taking care of little Stephen. You've been Richie's mama. The baby's name was the Richie. whole time. You've been Richie's mama. Was I was just Richie's mama and daddy. That's like little Stephen. <laughs> been Richie's mama I just and kept Richie's daddy. Little Stevo. And that's the and that's even the that even the baby's name because when he told the story I like it kind of broke my heart a little bit. They named the baby Richie after his father, who he has absolutely no relationship with. Oh, see, I might have skipped that part because I was like, I'm tired of looking. These motherfuckers, they this is too heavy. I'm sick of this. These poor kids in Russia, yeah, like trying. I just, oh, yeah. They named the baby Richie. The baby's named after his dad. Him and his dad have absolutely no relation because his dad has substance abuse problems. His dad was in and out of jail. He he lives with his father's parents. But they have a terrible relationship. He just lives there. Their relationship was yeah. awful. I remember like him talking about grandma when he was talking to, when he was talking to her before he left for Russia. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, we have an awful relationship. But he lives <laughs> there. But it's just like it. Like this boy is crying out, and nobody hears him. Nobody. The only person that hears him is Olga. But she's crying out too, it. so she can't even help him. No. That's I, the wild I part. just wish the best for them. Me too. I really want them to do well and succeed. And yeah. I really hope people... that they got the help they needed. Or at least found what they needed to get them settled. Yeah. Um, but let's move okay. forward. I'm going to actually put Jonathan and Feranda here. Because I kind of felt like they were nothing. They weren't. I just kind of felt like they were only hot. I mean, it was... They were, yeah, they were really hot, but they didn't do it. They had typical new relationship issues. She was jealous. She was young. He was older. They're not together anymore, though. That's the wild part. No. I, I... could I could see it. I could see I it mean, from the sense that she was like twenty years old, and yeah. you know she's super hot. He was really hot, but he also was he had done all that already. She hasn't. Yeah. So I yeah. could see it from that standpoint, but he was like obsessed with her. Oh yeah, he was like madly he was in love. Madly in love with her, and she was with him too. But she was also extremely jealous and didn't know how to navigate a relationship because she was super young. Not only was she super young, but it's 
it's also she didn't have anything one of the long one of the long running things themes in this show is they have to be under lock and key because obviously because um, they can't even whatever get American, to work for at least like six months or something like that right so they they don't have anything to they do don't have anything to other, do than other than sit and be jealous stay in the house yeah when you sit when, when you're, you're stuck in the house and, and your, partner, your partner's not there and then your mind starts running wild because that right. happens now with people who have shit to do <laughs> yes like it's so i yeah. and to not and for the americans one of the things that kind of bugged me was to not have the empathy that to okay, recognize i'm out and about Yes, and I, this motherfucker, I'm working, running errands, I'm seeing friends, and this person is stuck at home because they can't do anything. Because you brought this person here to be a part of your exactly. life, and then don't make them a part of your life. Because you go back to exactly. your regular ass life, yes, but you their do. whole life is uprooted and changed. So you're not yes. like you're going back to your day to day routine. You're meeting your friends for drinks. You're going to work. You're running your errands. You're doing whatever. And then this person mm-hmm. who has ha- who has no life here, you're their yes. whole life. You're all they have. Entire existence. Like they don't have friends. They don't have family. They don't have jobs. They don't have any social. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything they can do socially because they yeah. haven't had the time to establish that. Because to an extent, because I think if you think about it, especially as an adult, well, no, through your whole life, you meet all your friends through proximity. Whether it's they live in your yeah. neighborhood, they go to your school, they work at your job, all your friends come yep. from proximity. Then you got these people who have no proximity to anybody. They yes. can't talk to the neighbors because they either don't speak the language or barely speak the language. They don't. They yeah. can't. In work. her case, it was just questionable for her to talk to anybody because we saw with her friend, his friends, yeah. that because that conversation for me should have never happened. Never. Never should have happened. It should have never happened. He never and should have allowed I, when it. When I tell you, he, yes. But when I tell you that that woman at 20 years old handled that in the most respectful and professional way possible. Mm-hmm. It's like you, I see why, not only are you beautiful, but I see why he was he was into yeah. you. Yeah. Because you know how to handle but then yourself. It's also, you have because in that conversation with his friends, she's speaking to one of his female friends who clearly has feelings for him. The blonde? Yeah. Oh no, she's married. It, that don't mean shit. <laughs> she was way too aggressive. For someone who doesn't have feelings for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it went beyond, I'm wondering, I'm questioning you for my friend's happiness into, I don't want you to be with him. <laughs> I just read that as, it's camera time. Let me try and slay this girl. Could be. It can't. It um, was, it and was I say giving that because... me, it was giving me very much, I wish it would have been him. Maybe. So, maybe. It could I mean, been. he is. He's gorgeous. He, oh, no. He is fine. Like, he is. He is fine. Yeah. He's 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 gorge. He's gorge. Yeah. When I first saw him, I was like, is he biracial? I, I was like, oh, no. couldn't tell. As far as we know. Because we never see his dad. We don't. I but couldn't I couldn't tell. He's fine, though. 
He's fine as fuck. Yes. I see um, why she fell f- for him. Because not only is he fine, yeah. and he's like on his shit with his business, he clearly is, he clearly has a good heart, clearly is a good person, clearly, you know. So it's like, I see completely why they fell for each other. Mm-hmm. I also completely see why it didn't work. Although yes. I was really rooting for it to work, I see why it didn't. They were one of the ones that I actually thought were still going to be to get. I was rooting for them to stay but together, I also but I also why. completely understand why they're not. <laughs> well, apparently, Fernanda ended up getting with, or she might still be dating. I'm not sure. I'll just say, as of uh, June of 2020, she was last seen with uh, one of the guys from The Bachelorette. Yeah. And I think. Jonathan ended up getting married. He did. Or is at least engaged. Or he's engaged. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to another woman. Mm-hmm. They were they but they were a bunch of nothing. But like, yeah, she I found mean, a thong. But her She saw and, him dancing with another girl. But like, it also it. another reason why it makes sense is because her and uh Crazy Pants, they both kind of blew up on the show, right? So now oh okay yeah now i didn't say her name because we'll get to her (laughs) yeah but i'm trying to like breeze through these because the last two are going to be the longest the next one is going to be just a little longer but now they're like celebrities you know so it's like yeah you're dealing with celebrity like they're they're dealing with like a level of celebrity now yeah, they're they're recognizable. I I wouldn't. I mean, I guess you could say they are kind of household names. I mean, they've been in millions of people's households for. I don't know if Jonathan and Fernanda end up on Happily Ever After. I know the other two do, which I might start watching that on personal time because I'm curious as to. Yeah. More. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan and Fernanda end up breaking up. Jonathan hates his mother. His mother hates him. Boom. Okay. Now, Kalani and As- Asuelo. Asuelo is 23. Kalani is 30. We have. Has anybody noticed the long-running theme of age gaps in this as well? Yeah. Asuelo is from Samoa. Kalani is half Samoan. So- her father really bothered Bitch, me. I was going to get there. He bothered I was going to get so there so much. It okay. So, because it, I had to after watching that, I had to stop for a day. I had stopped and started watching Sister I Sister. I took a minute. I, just I had to take a little plans. bit of time off after watching that. So Kalani, it's Kalani and Kalini. Um, they are sisters, half Samoan and half white. Mm-hmm. Their father immigrated here from Samoa. Uh, he, according to him, worked 30, busted his ass for 30 years to take care of his kids, just like any good father and parent would do, especially immigrant parent coming to a new country yeah. would do. He, just like any good parent, wants the best for his children. However, the his idea of what the best is is completely fucked the up. The anti-blackness. He does not. The anti-blackness. And, just, yes. It like it made me like physically ill. I was like I have to turn this off. Yes. Like I 
when I just say it. when she said her father always told her if she wants to be successful, she needs to be with somebody white. I wanted to yes. throw up. Like, yes. I I was like, I can't, I can't. And I that and that actually for me brings into question the the relationship of her mother and her father. She had, and how does her mother feel when her father says not shit like, like this? Somebody that he genuinely wanted to be with, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong at all. When I'm boyfriend, love boyfriend. But when I first saw a boyfriend, it was. Oh, this nigga is fine. It was purely a physical attraction. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten to know him, you fall, you know, you fall. But for, but in the context of our interaction, it wasn't about any, his physicality wasn't a benefit to me at that point beyond anything sexual. (laughs) Right, right. For this man, her whiteness is the gateway her which it always is the attraction whiteness is always this gateway but her whiteness it's the is attraction. the attraction it's not even like because he doesn't say anything about the attraction to her physically the attraction to her mentally he says nothing about her personhood it's just her whiteness right yes and to t- i just to tell your children it's like in, and in if order her for daughters, you, i want you to be with a white man and if her daughters in are any indication and not that she's unattractive now but she was beautiful when she was younger if her daughters are any indication oh so yeah it's you can see it in mama you face can see she it. just got mama no body. she's 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 older but she's still a beautiful woman so the fact that yeah it says nothing like he literally never speaks about her person it's just her whiteness Yes. And I really wonder how it's she the handles most uncomfortable that. Bullshit. Like, yeah. I I don't like I don't know. But it, that's also a thing. That's not something she's had to think about no. or process. It wasn't put her in her face life. until now. Exactly. So, um Asuelo, like I said, is 23, also from the same country as her father, where her father says, you know how I feel about my kind, talking about Samoan He does men. say, he, when he said that, I had to pause. Because I was like, my oh, I bitch, stopped. what? No, I think I changed, Full stop. I think I changed shows for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's why it took me so long to watch this, just because there was so much. I finished like these it last in a couple days, so but it's much. because I knew I had a lot going on, so I had to like power through. Yeah. Um. So they have a baby, little Oliver. Little Oliver's five months. Um. Kalani has been living in a Airbnb. She was living with her sister prior, but because Asuelo is coming in for the uh, process of the K one visa, Kalani has Kalini has kicked. Kalani out but of the house. That's Kalani's she fault be because Kalani lied it is. about what Asuelo did and said that he cheated on yes. her when they weren't even together at her choice. And then because her feelings yeah. hurt because he went and hooked up with somebody else, she lied. And so she yep. created tension between her family and him for no reason she because missed- she was in her feelings. Mm-hmm. And she actually she admits it on camera is like, "Well, I fucked this up." Yeah, <laughs> and you did fuck that. You up. You did. But she, Kalani also feels that uh, 
Asuelo is not prepared to take care of a child, which at 23, with, you're not. He's not. He's not. But we have to give, you have to give the grace. But it's his child. Yes. So you have to give him space to learn. You got to give the grace for this man. Like, you don't just know how to be a parent. No. Like, you don't. I was 29 when you I gotta had give my first him the kid, grace. and I was still trying to figure it the fuck out. Yes. And even, like, at friends that are that were in their 30s that have had kids, or they're like, I, I didn't know what to do with my first Hell one. no. Again, I was 29. No. I had my first yes. one. Like three, four months before, no, two months before I turned 30. Because she was born in July and I turned 30 in September. And But you dropped that baby. was like, all right, let's I, go. <laughs> when I said. Dirty motherfucking 30. I was like, so I got to feed this nigga? Like, it's like, I was, I was really yeah. trying to figure it out. Like, <laughs> And I don't want to, I don't want to. Um, make assumptions, cultural assumptions about Samoans and how they, or whatever it is. I would just say the ex American expectations of what raising a child is is going to be very different than any than other country's else. expectations. Anywhere else, every country has their own mm-hmm. expectations of raising a child, of what is acceptable, of what's not acceptable, of what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, right. because it's all cultural. And as it's everybody's culture cultural. is different, hell, from family mm-hmm. to family is different because it's all it's different. cultural. So, although so, I was quite entertained when he did his dance in the airport, mostly because, right. mostly because, so not to like, literally not to be offensive, but as he's like, cause he kept saying like Yahoo and stuff. And I kept thinking of Moana because that's what Maui says the whole movie, but they're Samoan. Oh. So... <laughs> It makes sense. <laughs> oh. No, it okay. <laughs> I thought when he we did We watched that, Moana a lot around like, the yes. so. Oh girl, I wouldn't doubt I, it. I love Moana. It's so good. <laughs> I have to it's Moana and the one with the one about death. Is Moana the one about death? What are you talking about? Okay, never mind. It's, Moana is the one where she they um they stole a. It's like she has to go and return a jewel back to his natural place with Mother Nature, because once Maui stole it, they like Mother Nature said "fuck y'all" and like everybody's islands start dying and shit. That's why I'm like y'all be giving a lot to Elsa. Like Moana of Montanui did not save a whole ass ecosystem. <laughs> okay, Elsa fixed a problem Moana she is created. What I'm Elsa fixed the problem she created. Moana of Montanui saved a Lord. whole last ecosystem and restored the balance to the earth, bitch. <laughs> Y'all better put some respect on her know, name. <laughs> we know the expectations are always different for people. Because <laughs> I, just kind of side note, I don't understand the fascination with Frozen. I don't get it. My daughter's obsessed. I'm like, Okay. My kid's obsessed. I, so many. But I get it from so a kid's kid standpoint because the songs are very big, right? Oh, so yeah. all the it's, songs it's a classic are, Disney. It's in that very classic thing. in that Disney in that way with very, very big songs. It's like with us with Colors of the Wind. Let it go is their oh, Colors bitch. of the Wind. Because you know, we used to go when dare. Colors of the Wind came on. Okay. <laughs> 
we was painting with all the colors of the land. We're gonna have to veer away from that because <laughs> we can't touch. We can't touch the iconic, talented, still beautiful, powerful, amazing actress who has yes, technically played the same character on every show. But so what, Miss Vanessa Williams? Does not matter. Um, but love. But let it go is their colors of the wind. I guess. Cause they don't cause Disney movies now don't have those <laughs> cause Disney movies now don't have those big classic songs. They don't have a colors of the wind. Yeah, there hasn't they don't been. have a beauty and the beast. They don't they don't have a, yeah, they a whole veered new away world. from like the formula. Like they don't have a whole new world. They don't have any of that. They have let yeah. it go. And let it go is big that and shit. it's loud and they can, you know, let it go, let it go, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's big and I it's loud they and they can go. just do it any and everywhere. And then Fucking not just that, that they also have that <laughs> other really fun song where she's talking to the paintings, you know, where she's like, the the one, um, not do you want to build a snowman, the other one, where she's very excited they're going to have a ball because they haven't had anybody in the house in like 20 years. So <laughs> I can't remember the name of the song. Brooklyn would know. I don't remember the name of the song, but I hear it a lot. Girl. Because she said she's tired of talking to the paintings on the wall. <laughs> well you did that to yourself no, bitch. no 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 her sister who was the victim of Elsa's shit oh oh I thought you were talking about Elsa was nah. talking to the painters on no, the wall no 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 cause I'm like bitch you did that to yourself no the you know Anna's excited about finally getting to open the palace gates cause she don't know she was so young when all the shit happened she Girl, had no okay. idea why <laughs> We can't we can't go in depth about frozen. She's like, hang in there, Joan. She done named the paintings. <laughs> she called one of the paintings oh Joan. <laughs> Bitch, no. <laughs> oh my God. In the song, she okay. literally says, Hang in there, Joan. <laughs> okay, so Asuelo uh, does this dance. Brooklyn's standing here dancing and singing Frozen songs because she heard me talking about Frozen. She's literally right outside the doors. (laughs) Oh my god. So Asuelo's dancing (laughs) in the airport which I thought was both embarrassing but sweet at the same time. And Kalani is just completely embarrassed. Hates it. Woman shouts well if it doesn't work out with her you can try it with me. Yes, okay, so. definitely said that. And I was like, you had to shoot your shot. She said that. <laughs> Bitch, right? He's not bad looking. He's not bad looking at all. Oh, I was no. like, okay. Okay, I could see it. Um, They end up having a family dinner. Mom meets him first. Mom is like the buffer. She's the easy one. So she's like the easy introduction. Uh, they have a family dinner. Dad tries to assert his authority. Asuelo falls in line. For the most part, family is okay with him. For the most part. They're not ecstatic, but they're they're just like, okay. They're tolerant is the word. Yeah. Kalani is um, afraid, though, of leaving the baby with Asuelo. Um, because she feels like it's unsafe, which we see that it is from our standards of yeah. what it is to raise a child. It is unsafe. 
Um, he takes the baby out of the car seat while she's driving. Car. When, she, when I say yeah, on the freeway though. Baby, when he took the baby out the car seat, I was so stressed. I was like, if you don't Girl, strap too, that bitch, too. strap the baby in. What the hell? Yes, I was stressed. It's like I get it. <laughs> I understand you're trying to be a good dad and you're like, oh, my baby's upset. Let me try and calm it down. But that's not the time or the place. Tell her to get off. Like, I was stripped. Get off the freeway. When he put that five-month-old baby on his neck, I was like, oh, God. Like, (laughs) I was stressed. That, too. It's like not you're. It's not at that age yet. Not at that age yet. Not, not at that age he, yet, sir. You can't, can't do that he yet. He can't even hold his head up real, like well. No, no, you can't do that. Too small. Too I small. I was so stressed. Too small. So stressed. Like I did not. Oh, he stressed me out. <laughs> but outside of the, um, outside of the issues with him not necessarily being the safest with the baby, him not being the safest with the baby and the familial issues, there's also an underlying issue of discomfort. So Kalani and him have a, Kalani and Asuelo have a conversation and Kalani brings up the fact that he has been different than when he was in Samoa. Mm -hmm. And this was the turning point where I was like, okay, I get why they were together. Yeah. And they make sense. He has been different because of an obvious discomfort. Mm -hmm. Like he has left his family. He's left his country. He's just gotten here with a baby, a new baby that he really just met. He has to deal with a new family that came into this, not liking him from the get go. Mm -hmm. And he's, he said some really stupid shit without realizing that it was stupid shit where he said, Oh, she's white. And she's American, so she has money. Uh, yeah. But it was when they had that conversation and Kalani finally began to understand what was happening and within the relationship and what the difference was, you could see the visible tension between the two of them begin to ease. And it was nice because you have to within relationships and this is a very new relationship with a whole ass baby so they don't understand what each other's uh, love languages are what each other really needs Mm -hmm. so to see that they are beginning to engage in that was that kind of conversation was it was it was nice and it was it was heartfelt It it was it felt good like after all of the shit that they went through all of the shit that kalani Kalani caused, yeah, and all of the stupid shit that he did. Yeah, it was nice all to see them she like caused, caused, caused. You see, I changed that shit from went through to caused. But she also, we also have that. to acknowledge that it's not even clear that she has ever had a relationship before him, as he was her first sexual partner, and she got pregnant. She has made no yeah. mention of ever even having a intimate relationship with anyone before him that's true that is true so there is that like when your learning curve in a relationship is at 30 that's there's something to that and the way she approached and handled things too Mm -hmm. when you don't have when you don't have that experience you have the age yeah and just a little bit more maturity, but you don't have you don't that experience, have experience of navigating a relationship. Yeah. But but it's nice 
like I was saying, it was nice to see them begin the process. It was nice of that. to see they're at, them. They're still together. They are still together, although his family is causing Got another problems kid. for them. What is his family so doing? So his his family? his family, like Damn. his his immediate family, like his mother, his they none of them work, and they're really pressing for him and Kalani to support them. And oh. we saw that they're pretty financially strapped as it is. And they now have two yeah. children. And they're really, really pushing real hard. Because, like, even on the show, that it was said, like, his mom would often say that, you know, she doesn't do anything for them. And she's like, no, I went out of my way to do a whole lot for your family. But because she doesn't do yeah. every single thing that they want exactly when they say they act like she doesn't do anything for them. So they're yeah. really pressing for them to support them, for like Aswalo and Kalani to support them because none of them work. Oof. So okay. the family is called, <laughs> his family is causing a real strain on their relationship, although they are still together. I'm, I'm glad that they're, I'm glad they're still together because when he's, just being really silly and she's comfortable because I feel like she ends up in a lot of discomfort. Yeah. You could see like, you could see that he makes her happy mm-hmm. and she makes him happy and they, they, they look good together. They make sense. They do. Like I, I, I love love, but I love love when it's I right. love love and they that's look healthy right. and makes sense. And right. their, their love really does They're growing to be a healthy to, relationship. Yeah. Appear, they're really working on really learning how to love each other. And I like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So yet another couple that we're like, I hope it works out. And they actually work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the real mess. Okay. So, which one do you want to start with first? Eric and Lita? Start with or... them. Okay, because that's, that's where I was hoping start we were going to. All right. <laughs> so, I've been reserving my energy specifically for this because I didn't want to come off caffeinated and manic throughout the entire thing. I actually, but this, this is, a, is uh, what I've been waiting so for. This, this is the one episode that I haven't, I'm actually not drinking on. Because I wanted to be very Same. clear and very resolute in what I was about to say. <laughs> An intentional. Same very girl. intentional. <laughs> you see this? Just finished a fucking French press of coffee. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> Eric is in his 40s. He's former military. Lita is 29. Yes. A doctor. Yes. A whole ass doctor. From Indonesia. Indonesia. Um, Eric has three children from a former marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how, because he was in the service, he spent a lot of time, years essentially away from his family. Mm-hmm. So he really didn't know his wife. They spent nine years. Uh, they were married 20 years. So 11 of those years, he was in service. Yeah. The nine following years, they spent that time trying to make it work, didn't work. But they're still good friends, which mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing their relationship because they're adults. They co-parent. They talk to each other. They actually legitimately care about each other. They just yeah. can't be together. Eric yeah. meets uh, Lita online. Okay. Lita is from a very wealthy family. 
Extremely Lita wealthy. also has a son from a previous extremely wealthy. Um, Lita also has a son, a five-year-old son. Yeah. She decides to come here and she's going to make it go with Eric. All right. First issue. First issue for them. They are at the airport. It ain't even been, it, it, it literally probably hasn't even been a whole ass hour of her being on American soil. This man is trying to put the suitcases in the back of the goddamn car. And she starts screaming, it has to be proper. It has to be proper. Oh, first issue is that he lied about where he lives and how much money he has. Oh, That's that is right. issue. Well, see, I was trying to save that for the family because the family is the ones her. that really drag that yeah, shit the family out. Really drags the shit out. But we want to talk about the issues. family is the one that's like, issue. "This is wrong." He lied about how much money he had, and then how much, and then she comes in with these weird ass standards of nothing. It's like, what are you talking about? Yelling about the damn suitcases. <laughs> Yelling about okay, I'm gonna say this. The next two women are women who know what they want. And are women who you can look at them and see the ambition in them. And sure. if that energy is put right for, for Lita. Yeah. Yeah. For definitely her, Lita. But definitely and not Larissa's the, ambition is Larissa's ambition. is Well, Larissa's to, ambition is Larissa's something different. Ambition, yeah. No, I hate Larissa. She, I hate her so much. Oh no. Hater. <laughs> hater. I'm going to give her kudos for having her standards and knowing what it is she wants and expecting it. Sure. And, when, and her ambition is to be married to a wealthier man that can provide those mm-hmm. things. And she's ambitious about it. Yeah. <laughs> it. That's her career, which do you, bitch. Mm-hmm. But back to Lita. So Eric has been, Eric's been lying about everything, actually. Everything. Um, so we get the suitcases that have to be put in properly. Which just put the fucking suitcases in the goddamn car and let's go. <laughs> right. Like we've got Can we stop? Like just put the shit in the car and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. It's you, me, the baby, your sister, and probably a cameraman in this car. All the actual seats are filled up with bodies. Mm-hmm. So we need to just pack this shit in as best as we can and get the fuck out. Exactly. Or your bags will be left, bitch. Cause if this was Greyhound girl, they'd pull off they and leave your motherfucking bag. If you don't put this shit in the car, make it proper my home. ass. <sighs> shit, you be lucky if they don't put your ass underneath the fucking right. bus. Make it proper my Swear ass. Swear to God, every so, week it's a fucking siren. <laughs> girl, I tell you. <sighs> I t- Wait, is it? Okay, yeah. That starts at one. So we got to be done by one because the tornado sirens kick off. Okay. We'll be <laughs> every Saturday. <laughs> okay, so. Um. He's staying further on the East Coast. They go to Pennsylvania instead of New York. Pennsylvania's cheaper. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want... Um, he's trying to delay Lita and her sister seeing the apartment. Yeah. They're bickering pretty much the whole time. The whole time. The sister is the only person that has any sense. She's like, this isn't right. You've got a five-year-old. Like, we can take care of you better in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Which, yes... And she also, the sister also reads, the sister also reads and acknowledges fully that Lita is selfish, yep. that she has never done anything for yep. herself, 
that she is both annoying, she's rude, and she's disrespectful. It's also funny that she On wants camera. to tell everybody else how to do things that she's never done. Exactly. Yeah. The first thing they say, the first thing she says when they get to that room in Pennsylvania, they they're, they instantly start talking about a goddamn. They maid. got to the Airbnb because it was it, a cabin. Because they yeah. were like, "Is that the wood?" Oh, outside? it was a cabin, right? Like, yeah, he's like, "Oh, it's beautiful, it's scenic." Which, if it was just him and the son, totally get. Because it's like, all right, it's more intimate. Let's just hang out. Let's spend some time. Yeah, together. but you rented a However, cabin for a whole ass family of people who ain't used to that. Type for of a whole shit. family. Did the family? Did her family meet them at the cabin, or did they meet him at the? They apartment? met him at the cabin. They all went to the apartment. All went to the they apartment. Drove okay, from so, Pennsylvania to fucking Wisconsin or some shit, like. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Which is like that's a oof. You are wilding because I'm not doing that on a regular ass day, let alone no. Now nah, y'all wilding. <laughs> no, um, uh, unless we got some shit planned. Unless it's a cute road trip. Right. This wasn't a cute road trip. He didn't even plan this shit correctly to have like activities and exactly. restaurants and things to make it along fun. the they way. Just driving because this nigga was too cheap right. to actually buy because he ain't had the money to get plane tickets. He ain't too cheap. He ain't had the money. He yeah he he ain't had a well he ain't had a money that's right. it he shouldn't like I almost said because he, he was been too doing cheap it. but that's not the thing he didn't have it he couldn't do it he didn't have it um so the family so her family comes they meet at the cabin they drive from Pennsylvania to Wisconsin uh, long ass drive nothing to do no place to pee no food yep. <laughs> <laughs> they eating fast food it just looked like the everybody's way. miserable. Yeah, they finally get to Wisconsin. They walk into the apartment, and the apartment looks like my place used to look when I was Which, twenty. His daughter is raggedy as fuck for that. Because why would you trash that place like that? So do you remember though? Because she says on it's like ninety day live. It's like their after show. Yeah, she was like, yeah. Most of that was my father's, and I got the blame for it. And I, I wholeheartedly believe. I didn't that. even see that. Considering so. they only showed it a small clip of it during the reunion, but wholeheartedly believe yeah, it. Yeah, I can believe it. And actually, when they walked in, and he, she saw that apartment and started flipping out, and he started blaming his daughter. I knew right there in that moment that it was mostly his shit i mean and he asked her to clean it up is, and she didn't clean it up was nasty anyway even before he left it was the nasty. apartment was nasty yeah no it was what i'm figuring is is he tried to get he told her to clean yeah. up and she just and didn't. She didn't because she don't give a fuck about this yeah. bitch coming she don't even want the bitch to come because you made no. her leave her uh, her house her apartment because you got the this home- new bitch coming Okay, let's get into that. Let's, let's, cause ain't no fucking way. You're not gonna tell me, you are not the leasing agent. You don't own this apartment building. You're not gonna tell me that I have to leave the apartment in which is in my name. Right. My name's on that right. lease that I have been paying for. You're not gonna kick me out. And if that daughter, let me tell you, the minute that Lita, the Lita started that shit, mm-hmm. first thing I said was, Daughter needs to quietly pack her bags. Then daughter needs to go downstairs to the apartment cop to the apartment office, and, and she needs to let them the know that there is somebody living there. Not on the lease that two people there. that aren't on the lease. Yeah. 
Why are you trying to kick your you? You are trying to kick your own daughter out of a space that is technically and legally hers mm-hmm. for a woman that you just met. Not only that, you are prioritizing her five-year-old over your over your own over your daughter. Under this guise of like, oh well, she's twenty, she's which an adult. You, the whole you're right. Whole she is an adult, and she's been paying her together. bills. The whole reason y'all live together is because you can't because afford neither it. Neither of y'all can afford to live on your own. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I understand. I understand when you're living with a parent and you're when you hit 18, 19, 20, that a parent may ask you to contribute. Yeah. Right? I get that. Pay a bill. Pay a pay a light bill. Pay a pay a internet bill. Pay something that's on the smaller in so that you are contributing but that 20 year old that money that they make they need to be saving so that they can exactly. go off and do their what own I, shit because what i always say is Ooh. what like my what i always <coughs> say my own personal rule is that if you were always there like my like my kids if they hit 18 19 20 and they never lived anywhere else therefore my bills have not changed I'm not going to ask you to contribute because I'm paying what I've always paid. If you leave and then you come into my space and thus change bills, now I'm going to ask you to contribute something small (coughs) because I have to rejigger my mm -hmm. budget because you're here now, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I will ask you to pay something like, okay, I need you to cover the streaming services or to cover the yeah. internet bill or whatever that may be. Just one, to teach yes. you a level of responsibility. And two, because I had to rearrange things for you to be here and be comfortable. But mm-hmm. if you were always here, yes. then it, it is what it is because I've already, like my life is already set up for these expenses. My expenses haven't changed because nothing yeah. in my home has changed. <laughs> yeah. I I just I don't understand I don't understand parents that are like your child is between the ages you hit of sixteen and got a to, job now you got to contribute you got to pay rent now uh, it's like what yeah that's wild to me it's like what the f- no no oh you grown you you got to pay no like you you are you're treating your child as a fucking trick. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. But if for whatever reason, like you're out on your own, or for whatever reason you come back home, I may say, hey, I need you to give me $100 a month. A single $100 yeah. a month just so that you still have the routine and the responsibility of paying something on time. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. ask for enough that it like prohibits you from setting yourself up for your life. So what I've what I've seen some parents do with the with their kids between the with the in that and like, it'll you it'll young probably adult like age. for me it'll go into a savings account for you anyway. That's exactly where I was going. Like, I wouldn't even that's, that's like, it's what not a lot gonna of parents be, it's have not gonna be doing. my money. It's gonna be money that I didn't put aside for you. You don't know mm-hmm. about it, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be there to help you get reestablished or that's established it. to begin that, that's, with. If, Cause if you if stay, that's the shit that you're going to do. Because if you move in, like you come back from college, and you, you know, once you graduate school, and you come back to save me, and you give me a hundred dollars a month for a single year. Now you have twelve hundred dollars to start with, plus whatever you've been saving. That's it, right there. That's it, yeah. right there. And that if you're going to be asking money from your young adult children, 
at least set 70 80 percent of it aside yeah. at least set majority of that aside for them mm-hmm. and if you want to pinch off of it for a little cocktail every once in a while get it or to pay a quick bill or there's an emergency i understand you, know, you gotta but majority of that money needs to go to them or whatever that may be that's fine but right it's like your children aren't there like you shouldn't look at your children as a means of financial support which is what he was doing no I mean, not at this stage no. in life. Not at least until you're six no, or seven. No, when you get to the point sakes. that you're older and you can't take care of yourself anymore, and then your children step in to take care of you, that's one thing. But if you're a completely viable, yeah, and active adult, you shouldn't look to your children as a means of income. And the way that he, uh, the way that he's lied, not only about Tasha being on the lease, but Tasha paying mm-hmm. rent. He completely and utterly devalued his own daughter mm-hmm. in a situation where she was a, she was his lifeline, really, because he's a forty-year-old man. System. Yes, and to throw her all away for a woman that it uh, for a rude, disrespectful woman Oof. who you just met when she who made it clear that she was going him, to not help you at all financially. At all. Well, you know what, though, too? Because she mentions that her father was going to give him a sum, which is very tradi- which is traditional. Yeah. For, you know. I mean. And he turned it American down. American pride wouldn't let him take that, but. Right. He's a patriot. Yeah. Very much so. Meanwhile, this bitch spent 300000 Was it three hundred or thirty? I think it was, was $300,000 on her first wedding. Her first. So I looked up what the rate is. So I can't pronounce what the money is. I don't remember how it's pronounced. I'm sorry, y'all. But it works out to being like $419 million in their money. Now, I'm not sure how, like what the spending equates to. You know what I mean? But just seeing the numbers, three hundred thousand. As someone who has planned like weddings, mind-boggling. Someone who's planned weddings, a three hundred thousand dollar wedding is wild. Yes, like, her flower arrangements were like a grand a piece. That's why I'm like, if you just think about how grandiose a three hundred thousand dollar wedding is. Yes, and her parents pay. And for her it. parents, and they pay for everything else because that just is how she lives. That's just that's. I don't he understand just, why you would. He come did here a lot for somebody to who, live in squalor. <laughs> well, that and he because you know she wanted to be a doctor in America and X Y Z whatever whatever and that's fine. You have your dreams, but it was very clear that she did not come here for him. She came here because that was the yeah. easiest way for her to get into America. Yep. Everything lined up. She had a goal, and she was going after yeah. it. And she will, God, God bless anybody who's in her way. Yeah, it wasn't. It God had nothing to do with him. Way. It was she was going to be a doctor in America because they make more money. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what yeah. it is. So they end up. Um, she violates. I'm a. I'm gonna say it this way. She violates Tasha's privacy because yep. they have an agreement put in place that this Tasha's room is Tasha's yeah. room, at least for the time being. They make an excuse of, oh, well, the door was cracked. Yeah. I don't care if the door was wide fucking open. You, you should have fucking been in. Also, you shouldn't have come in. 
your name's not on the lease and you don't pay exactly. shit. Exactly. I if her room, she could have piles of dog shit in her room. Mm-hmm. It is for the leasing agent. That's for the leasing agent to take yep. care of. That ain't got shit to do with you because this ain't your house, not sweetie. Your house. You are a squatter. <laughs> you are squatting in these. No, it, that's yo. That's, that's what she is. She's a squatter. Like, she's that's not a lie. She's a squatter. And I've never met a doctor in my life who's a squatter. <laughs> and I've met some fucked up doctors. Yeah. Um. But they violate Tasha's privacy. Mm. And her room is a travesty. But her room is a travesty in the way that I would expect for her aesthetic and her age. She looked kind of crust punky. Probably works in a record shop. I would expect her room to or look like that. I'm surprised there wasn't a bunch of beer cans. She's a, she or she she's works a server. In a bar or a record shop. Like, it's, yeah. Yep. Because, bitch, you remember, you remember before Boyfriend, takeout yep. containers everywhere. Mm hmm. Which it would be piles of takeout containers next to the bed, clothes everywhere. It was a travesty. Yeah, I but but that's when you but young that's and you single and you working. That's and what working you do. In like like weird hours in a you know yeah, yeah that's that's being because I just just think about all the like Coney Island containers and like liquor bottles. The both Bitch. of us have like been tripping over in your house. Like it's just. That's being 20 and single and times. working strange-ass hours. <laughs> yes. There are times that I've woken up with, n- not next to a boy or a pillow or nothing, but a takeout container with a burger and chili Exactly. Fries. Exactly. And just took a bite and, and went, went back, right to to foot, back to sleep. And went right to sleep. How many times have we like, fallen asleep on the couch and you wake up and there's like Coney dogs every... Like, it's just... It happens. Bitch. It's being let me it's side it's being note. twenty and single and working odd hours. <laughs> I I went out with a friend of mine. This is years ago. Mm. We spent eighty dollars at White Castle. Fell asleep on the couch. Woke up covered in White Castle boxes and burgers. Eighty dollars for two people at White <laughs> Castle. This is what you do when you're when young. You're, like you're stupid. You're reckless. Yeah. Like you know. You don't understand how your space affects your mental capacity exactly. and your emotional welfare. Like you don't, you don't understand these things. Like you, you don't start curating spaces unless you're wealthy, or and you're wealthy and you yes. have time, or you become an adult and understand. Like I need to live in a way that is conducive to how I want to present. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they end up kicking. After some, um, I can't even say fierce they words. They were intense. After some words. they were. In, it was an intense argument. Like, it made me uncomfortable to watch it. I was just, I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable at because his I handling just felt like who, of the argument. That too. That, I was more uncomfortable on the supposed parental figure side. That's what everything. I'm saying. Like, in the way that the adults, the actual adults in this handled this. Because she reacted handled as it. I expect a 20-year-old to react. But the the very yeah. grown one actually she reacted she better than reacted I expected better her to react. I probably at twenty would have punched that bitch in the face. But <laughs> oh, she would have been. Oh, it would have been done. Yeah, but she react. But the the authority figures were gross to me. Like yeah. it was, it was just yeah. gross. And they and then he continued to justify it, which was just really, really disgusting. Justify and lie. Yeah. Because he told Tasha called his ass out on the phone and said, You told yeah. me you have to appear as if you are taking her yep. side. 
and he stuttered and stammered because he got caught the he fuck up. He lied a lot. And I'm so glad. I'm glad she packed her bags Me and too. left. Because that just, it's not. It, it's not and I healthy. Hope, I hope that she's living a good life. I hope she's living her very, very and, best life. And I really hope that she hasn't blocked him on social media and that she is like yeah, to, taking as many photos, to an extent, traveling, I, doing her to best. To an extent, I really hope that she has no interaction with him whatsoever. They talk about that in a reunion. They said they haven't spoken. And he feels as if he's old and I apology. hope that they still haven't spoken. And because he's he's toxic and she doesn't need him in her life. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been of any benefit no. to her thus far. And he's so... I would even go as far as to say he's gone as far as to be a contributing factor to holding her back. Yes. By forcing Let's talk his about like inactivity parental patterns and data. By forcing his inactivity and just overall bad decisions onto her life. Oh yeah. Like he's he, the patterns that he set up for her as how a man is supposed to treat her if or a partner, a partner rather, is, is supposed, supposed to treat, treat her. her. It's just it's awful. Fucked. Completely it's fucked. fucked. It's like, fucked. And it's nobody's fault. But his, I hope none of his children talk to him because he is a awful fucking he is. parent. And all of the cast says the same thing that he is a horrible fucking dad. He's extremely selfish. And he's ex- he's a terrible yes. example. He's an awful, awful parent. He's an awful. He's really an awful partner and parent. But it completely makes. He feels sense like he's the as, mar- martyr. It completely makes sense as to why the two of them are still together because they're very much the same. And I feel. Yeah. Very sad for his eleven-year-old and her five-year-old. Yeah, because yeah. they are really growing up thinking this shit is normal, and it's, it's not it, no way shape this shit fashion. is fucked at all. And even when she's like, "I'm mad," you have to pay child support. Right. That's an issue. You have to stop paying this. You mean he has to just because the father of your child decided that he's not going to provide and take care of little um little Alice or Elise yeah. Alessandro Alice yeah does not mean that this man who is already a horrible father can't should not do that like this is the bare yeah. minimum like he's doing the bare minimum the for very, his daughter very he's very doing the bare minimum, minimum. oof. That little thousand, that piddly little thousand dollars a month, truthfully, isn't very much when it comes to a child, especially when you're hitting seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. The older a child gets, the more expensive these motherfuckers are. Again, daycare for the baby, for my baby, right, was forty eight hundred dollars a month. What the fuck is a thousand dollars gonna do? Right, that Nothing. barely buys groceries. And- Once they hit eleven, you spend that on groceries. <laughs> Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now and then the, the way the rate they go out, they grow out of clothes. Because when I say I'm buying new jeans every month around this bitch, like it's... girl, you better be keeping them though and pass them things down. I mean, they age. I mean, nope. it, they do. They get passed down to my niece because she's right in between my kids. But I was talking about Sahar. The okay. age. I'm a slight cackle. So. I was online, this was like months ago, I was online and this woman was talking about how she quote unquote planned to have her children 10 years apart because that way she can keep all the clothes. And they so come back in style? Next bi- <laughs> yes. yes, bitch. <laughs> I thought about that. I definitely thought about it. It was like, you better keep that shit. <laughs> it just passed that like, shit on down. like, they're far enough apart 
that Sahara could wear her shit be cutting edge because it hasn't hit the masses just yet. <laughs> yep. That's it. It'll be vintage. Yeah, at that point. I, I definitely thought about that. <laughs> but their whole situation is just completely it fucked. Is. It's awful. And I think his ex wife's name was Tanya. Yeah. God bless her. And did you see her cakes when they met up when she was yes, walking I away? I did. I said, God damn, Tanya, like, where did that ass come she from? dragging a wagon. Like, she... <laughs> Bitch. I said, damn, look at that ass. The yams. All right. The yams work, just ma'am. took. You with him? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bitch, you over here smuggling all kinds of pork products back there, and you with this motherfucker? Girl, you'll get out of here. Yeah. Get you, if you don't get out of here and get you somebody you deserve, because she was far, she's far too sensible and respectful. That whole when they met up, her and Lita to talk about the issues with the kids, it would have been I would have eviscerated Lita. Yeah, no, right there. I would have went in her like, face. She would have got it. She would have got yeah. it. She would have got it. Like there would have been no coming back. And it wouldn't have been because Lita put Lita has a, a restraining order against the oldest she daughter. Does. I would have been one with the restraining order in that moment because yep. it would I never would never put my hands on, but would have a verbally eviscerated. But I will her. say, and she would have deserved every ounce. I will of it. say, as a mother, as a mother, if my child came to me and told me that you violated her in that way. I can't guarantee boom. that I wouldn't have attempted to murder you. Uh, boom. Like, boom. I just, I, no. Seriously. <laughs> there it is. Silver platter you right had, there. So it it would have taken an army to pull me off that ass. Like, <laughs> no. <Nah>. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that she, she attempted to approach her with a level of respect that she did not deserve shows that, my hat to that shows woman. that she's a better bitch than me because i nah better bitch than any and everybody the <laughs> no. anybody because mm-hmm. it that, she would have got she would have she would have been done because you're not gonna stand I'm gonna there tell you one thing me she her right here no way i it it wouldn't have been no, no talking that bitch would have met my knuckles it wouldn't have been not a word yep. spoken <laughs> yeah Mm-mm. She, ooh. but let's get to um, okay. Let's, let's get to Colton the, leader. Uh, or, uh, Colton oh, Marissa. hold on. We got the wedding too, because they didn't show the kids didn't show up the to the wedding. The kids didn't come to the wedding. The little kid did. The littlest one did, but the two older ones didn't. And the daughter basically yeah. went on to say, "Fuck you, fuck your wife, fuck your marriage. I hope y'all all die slow." Yes, you did. <laughs> so last we heard, uh, the oldest kids aren't talking to their father. The youngest child is probably going to follow yeah. suit. Um, his Eric's priority is a child that, that is, is not, not his. his. And Lita's priority is becoming a doctor. Lita's priority is becoming a doctor, but also milking him for everything he got along the way. Along the fucking yep. way. And All right. To... There you go. Bye, bitch. <laughs> yes, he does. Now we get to the grand finale. Larissa and Colt. The grand dom of the fuck shit. Like, it's... So, Colt is from Vegas. Larissa's from Brazil. Colt is 32 or 33, lives with his mother. 
Um, Larissa is now, 31. live with his mother in the sense that he takes care of her because yeah. she has a disability, not like he's a fuckboy just saying what. Yeah, I should have specified yeah. that. Yeah, he actually is like taking care of his mother. Um, they have a very odd relationship. I feel like the mother used Colt as her boyfriend when he was growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was that emotional she was replacement ve- He was very for that. much her replacement husband. Like, it, and it's very mm-hmm. clear. His mother walked in, like, not wanting this to work anyway. Yeah. I, she, I feel like she didn't think it was going to work. Um, I feel like she tried to put the air on that she wanted her son to be happy. Yeah, but in reality, but she, she wanted really, her son to be with her, and no, and she knows that if he was to get yeah. married and be successful, that it's not going to be them anymore. Because yeah. as it stands, she has full access to his bank account, to his credit card. She has full control over his finances. Like she, the level of mm-hmm. access that she has. She knows if he gets into a successful relationship, she won't have that anymore. It, it considering the situation that he's in, it probably is for the best that he had that she has full access to all that. Yeah, shit. right now so that- with this with Larissa, <laughs> yes, very much so because Colt's not doing bad. He's a software engineer. He's doing fine financially, like. You wouldn't think so. He's a. I mean, I looked up how much software engineers in Vegas make. He's doing fine. Yeah. No. He's, he's doing just very fine, frugal. But from how he he's very acts, frugal, yeah. and that's why seemingly he doesn't have it, but he very much has it. And it it borders on the frugalness borders on um, selfishness. Yeah. And what I what I don't like is especially with these k1 visas like money is power and you're coming into this situation with a partner that obviously has more accessibility than you do so that becomes uh, a power struggle within itself and yeah larissa was larissa larissa was larissa but she had some she had some valid she had some valid points that i could understand from her side like what do you mean we're going to live with your mother like we're a new couple, we need our space. Mm-hmm. Totally got that. I got the when Colt didn't have flowers for her. Like I got that. Like I'm supposed to be the person you love, and you couldn't bring me twenty. You couldn't get these little twenty pissy little twenty dollar flowers. No bear, no chocolates, like no nothing. I get it. Like I got that. I, like I understood. And even it. the it compliment thing. Been, the compliment I thing. I completely that too. understand because that's the type of thing. Like yeah, for me. Like, I don't, I don't care about a lot of other things. Like, I don't care about flowers and all that kind of stuff necessarily. But if I put effort into presenting a way for you, I need you That's to acknowledge it. the effort that I put into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, I don't think she was doing it for she him, wasn't, but she put but effort in and it should have been acknowledged. It should have been acknowledged. <laughs> she put... Like, Larissa had some, like, very, she had some very valid points. She she really yeah. did. It's just everything else that was involved in this and the way that she handled things and how her assumption of what 
America was and how Americans are. Mm-hmm. Put that total negative stain yeah. on Yeah. Like, they were still valid, but it's hard to acknowledge that they're valid when you have the assumption that, oh, well, you can just buy this ticket for me to fly from Brazil to the U.S. the right. day of. Right, it's like, that girl. It's do that you very what television image of everybody so wealthy in America? Everybody just has money to throw around. Every you know, like, and it's that's right. not the no, reality. Girl. Shit, I'm sitting here resting right now with because it was a slow week at work last week. The first week back, I'm sitting here resting with two hundred dollars in my account. <laughs> <laughs> like we are all not wealthy no. at all, not at all, and. Uh, also, uh, the way too that she like handles his mother because even his mother like yeah they're both wildly she, mom disrespectful had, to each other they are they very much so are but you La- Larissa came in not knowing or understanding that she was at a disadvantage and she didn't navigate it right. well like you're living with his mother. Like, yeah, his mother's gonna say shit. She is. But you're in a new country. You're living with this woman. You've got to shut the yeah. fuck up. Sometimes you gotta, as K Michelle would say, sometimes you just gotta shut up, sing, and make mm-hmm. the money. And that was the situation. Like, if your goal, because her goal was to be taken care of, uh, financially doted upon if this is your goal you have to know that there are going to be bumps in the road and you're going to have to know how to navigate and manipulate that shit along the way like this shit takes work if your relationship is transactional there's still work Mm -hmm. being performed and you got to put in the effort so she just she needed to shut the fuck up his cousins the wife the wife was probably the best because she was she was like okay well you're here she expressed her concerns and then said, but if you're happy, I'm happy for you. I support you. It is That's not it. my place. His uh, his cousin, though, his, he got on my nerves, too. The because husband. he did a lot, and it wasn't... He crossed, he crossed the lines. several lines. But that's been the theme of this couple. They consistently cross lines. Mm-hmm. Nobody has any boundaries. Yes. Not a one. And they haven't had the time to establish healthy boundaries. Yeah. At yeah. all. Like, at all. Yeah, very much so. And to just think that you're just going to get married and it's going to work out. I mean, my God. Mm-hmm. And he thought she was just going to be some, like, nasty, want to fuck all the time. He had these. He exotified he very, her. He very much fetishized her. He expected to get this super hot. Fetishized. That's the word I'm looking for. super hot foreign girl who was just going to be ready to fuck at any given moment and going to be always dressed mm-hmm. in, like, skimpy clothes that he could show out and make everybody else jealous. And she was going to bow down yes. and do any and everything that he said. He fetishized her, but she did too in the sense that she thought that she was getting this super wealthy American who just blows money Yes, They fetishized each other. Yes. Just for different reasons. Yes, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. I don't, because his idea, what she keeps talking about, all he wants to do is have sex. I knew what that was because it was like, okay, this white dude thinks that this is how all lot are Brazilians still considered Latin at this point. Yeah, I guess it's It's hard. hard. I don't know. 
we'll just say Brazilians. Um, Brazil, he had this idea that these Brazilian women, because the culture, as far as just like uh, the uh, body, is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, it's more of a, a freedom, I guess, a freedom. It's like a more wearing a skipping baby suit in the middle of the day. Is it the physicality of people? Yeah, in that kind of like you're, you're more comfortable. Like seeing titties ain't nothing new. Like nudity isn't something. It's not a taboo, right? So he he sex he oh hypersexualizes woman in a way that was really fucked up. Like yeah, she owns that. She's like yeah, I like to be sexy, and she's not a bad looking woman. No, she's she's very. And if she wants to be sexy, she could be sexy. But he thinks that his that sexiness is his, yep. and it's not. That's her gift to you. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. That's what you get in response to the money put exactly. in. Exactly. Like that's the transaction exactly. of it. And the goods and the value have to be one and the same. Um you remember when they went to lunch with his friends and had that argument? Yes. And it, that made me uncomfortable. At the same restaurant? That made me uncomfortable because I've been the couple in the back where it's like, oh, what do I do? Bitch. <laughs> okay, y'all. If you hear my mic stand moving, it's because I leaned up for dramatic If you effect. hear st- shit okay, shuffling, it's because my kid is outside the door moving a fucking sled around the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bitch, you live in Queens. Where the fuck are y'all sledding at? Oh, that's hills. Okay, never mind. We go sledding. Oh, oh yeah, Queens, Queens we is. We go hilly. sledding, and sometimes I take um, on Central Park. But fuck all that. Why is she sledding in the house? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, personal story. I have been. I've been with couples like that, and the thing. Well, when couples argue, yeah. Thing I've learned is. Don't ever ride anywhere with couples. Oh, I figured that out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially couples where you know that there's some like issues or tension. Right. Don't ever go like make sure make sure you can make an easy escape on your the, own. See, that's where the his friends fucked see, up. In 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 our situation, we're in the back seat. They're arguing in the front and then it turns to Don't you agree with me? And it's like, fuck, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> Bitch, been there. Exact same setup, sitting in the yeah. back seat. <laughs> yeah. And the poor friends, the poor friends, mm. the husband knew what to do. He just shut he his shut ass up. up. After that first she question. She tried to smooth shit over like, and made shit worse. <laughs> it's like if she, he needed to just like kind of. Kind of grab her arm a little bit and, and give her that look. This ain't got nothing to do this with like, this. Ain't our business. Chill out, chill out, s- chill out. No. If they if they not hit each other, chill out. This. That's it. That's it. Like they they haven't really said anything that crosses the boundaries of disrespect that happened within relationships. Right. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they sit down and. The same waitress that he complimented before about her glasses, which he, his, it was flirty from him. It was. 
She was just at work. It was flirty. She was doing what service. But then do. it's also like you complimented the waitress, but don't compliment your fiance. Right. And they had they had the same um they had the same waitress that uh with the friends. Which makes sense if you go to the and same she's place. She's just <laughs> Yeah. She's I hate the way they edited it because she's kind they made it look like she's like looking at him like long yeah and that it clearly which, was just like she looked at him long enough to take his order she was not paying him no attention that's it because little do y'all know and well anybody that's been a waitress can attest to this anybody that's been on any type of wait staff can attest to this you don't know what people look like you remember just enough that you get the right shit to the right people but you couldn't tell what nobody looked like <laughs> Unless it's somebody that comes You remember all the, time. the nice people. You remember the very nice people or the people that come all the time. Mm-hmm. And for her, he was nice. Yeah. But it's still not so, even like you remember interacting with them, but you couldn't go home and describe them to somebody. No, 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 no. But it, she definitely, I feel like it was definitely a thing that she, she obviously recognized, she recognized him because she also him come as someone the who was nice to her. Because it doesn't happen. Yeah, someone who was nice to her. (laughs) But his whole energy and everything had shifted. And that look in her face was more so like what what the the fuck fuck is going on here? Like what did I do to you? It's like we were like the three of us were just nice and cool. I was gonna make my money, give y'all a good time, good experience, and this is very awkward and off. Have had that experience with gay couples who sat at the bar and I was like, Well, this is weird. Where one partner is friendly. And the other partner is just the other partner acts like I act, where you're just very standoffish mm-hmm. and don't want to talk to new yeah. people. And there's obviously some tension between the two of them. When the only thing that I'm trying to do is just provide you a good experience because this is what I'm being paid to do in this yep. moment. Outside of these walls, I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about you. But inside of these walls, you are my number one priority. That's like y'all gotta when i say y'all i mean you listeners y'all have to understand when it comes to us servers when it comes to us bartenders when it comes to all of us that work in the restaurant industry or any kind of customer service we don't care about y'all no we don't we not in the sense that we we care about our jobs not in the sense that we about to go out of our way to not only remember, but insert ourselves. And and I'm speaking to somebody who used no. to work in... I used to waitress. I don't anymore. But it's like... it. You're paid to be nice. Yes. And... That's, that's expected and from because the job. of our fucked up system when it comes to people who work in food service and hospitality, you making your rent money depends on you being nice because it all boils down to the tips. Yeah. If I could get a reasonable salary and not fucking yes. talk to you, I wouldn't. That's why I don't do the shit no more. Because yes. I'm just not the bitch. I can't. I, that's not for me. That's why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> yes. The, just know, you catch that same person outside too. of the restaurant, off the clock, you're not going to get that same nice. If they, if they speak at all, you ain't going to get that same. Unless yes. you're somebody who comes all the time and they have established a relationship with. Because that does Unless happen. you're a regular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I see. There's some regulars that before all of the, before the panacotta that I would see yeah. out and about who were just decent, cool people. But these were also folks who were about my yeah. age. So we, you know, being in, in the city, 
you end up figuring out that, oh, we know some mm-hmm. of the same people. Oh, okay. So I see you out. And it's like, oh, hey, how you been? Buy you a drink. Just, you know, just catch up for a quick sec. Go about my business. I mean, there was a guy who used to That's... come in the restaurant every every Friday night, him and his friend. They would come in. I was, because they always, they would come in every Friday night because they knew I was working. I always, they always mm-hmm. made a point to sit wherever my section was. They would order small things and leave a tip three times the size of whatever their bill yep. was because we just had developed that relationship. Then I started seeing them other places yes. and it just, it became fun. Like we were, like we lost touch because they like moved away or whatever, but we were friends for a long time outside of, mm-hmm. because that happens. Yeah, I mean, it happens when you when you build that rapport with people. Mm-hmm. That shit, that shit definitely. Yeah, happens. very much so. Uh, girl, let me tell you, I love my manager. She has built a she has built such an amazing rapport with some of her regulars. So much so that before the panacotta, when people were sitting at my bar, they would come in, sit at the bar, and because of their relationship with her, they would tip fat. Not mm-hmm. only fat because of that, but because it's. She gave me, oh, they like this cocktail. They like this. They like this. They like this. They're going to do these things. They're going to do these things. So we were already new. We were already prepped up to yep. make sure that these people had the best time and that they received the exact same service that she provided. Mm-hmm. Sometimes better because she would, this one regular, she'd be like, if he's getting on your nerves, just tell him to shut up. And I'm like, I can't tell this man that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the relationship that right, they have right and he's he's one of when he comes in he's one of my favorite people and that week that everything shut down when i tell you because of her that her relationship with this motherfucker he tipped he tipped five hundred dollars to me mm-hmm. one person mm-hmm. because he's like shit is shutting down y'all are good people i want to make sure y'all you well he he can't say that because he's white, but I want to make sure you people are right. okay. I want to make sure everybody like you build okay. those kinds of relationships. <laughs> well, all of that is to say that it, it looked obvious that she knew something was yeah. different. She felt the difference uh, between it, the first time and this time. She felt the yeah. difference. And it looked like discomfort on her face, which I, yeah, I would have been uncomfortable too. Um, Larissa and Colt. End up getting married despite the arguments between Larissa and his mama, Larissa and his cousin. But the day before they got married, um, it was a, a she was arrested for domestic violence. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Oh hell yeah! Oh sorry, my lights, my bathroom lights just came. Oh that's fine. Um, she ends up getting arrested. I think a total of two or three times. I think it was three, and then they have most like hit one because one it was two against him and one. Um, that his mother filed. So three times for that, and then I think last year she ended up in ICE custody, yeah. in immigration yeah. custody. Oh, this woman has beat. She beat his ass, and I can I kind of understand yeah. it. But they have um, current restraining orders against her. Yeah, I mean she's Larissa's. Larissa. And she ended up in ICE custody because of a fight. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, her current boyfriend and I think it was like her best friend or her boyfriend's best friend were sitting outside and they got photos of them sitting outside the ICE facility waiting for her to get out. I don't understand how she I don't understand how she hasn't been deported yeah, yet neither. because of I all of it. the <laughs> like, I, I don't understand how she hasn't been 
I don't understand how the K one visa process wasn't immediately stopped after the yeah, first. Yeah, I don't. I'm very assault. confused as to as to how this is going at, on. Like at some point, regardless whether he wants to press charges or not, or continue with the charges, the state takes right. over. Right. And his wishes are out the window. So I, I'm just confused. Like at what point did the state back off and continue to allow her to be here? Long story short, they end up getting divorced. He ends up with another Brazilian woman named Jess. And they end up on Ever After. And they end up breaking up. But get this, though. Larissa and this woman, Jess, sit down. And they have a conversation about culty, as they yeah. like to call him. Oh, it is horrible. I, heard, I didn't Imagine watch it, but being... I did hear about it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It was it was what I expected. Like he's he's uh, but the thing about it is a the, mess. The, the the thing that makes these two so terrible is that everybody's terrible. There's not one redeeming person in this situation. They're all awful. They are all awful. <laughs> all of them. All like every single one. There's not a single decent person within like their storyline, except for his, the cousin's wife, and the children. There by accident because they were quiet. The kids, but the 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 cousin's wife was there on accident. She was just bringing out the the ambrosia salad and ended up in the middle of some bullshit. She wasn't trying to be a part. (laughs) No. She's like, I'm pregnant. It's hot. I already got two small babies. And I got to sit here and deal with you niggas arguing about his wife. My God. His wife trying to get a green card. I don't care she about She was his, not her trying to card. be a part. She just was trying to give you niggas the greens so she could go about her day because it was hot. And she was uncomfortable. That's it. And she did not want to be involved. <laughs> she said, you happy? Yes. Then leave Good. me the hell out of it. Leave me be like a tree standing by the water. I shall not, shall not be moved. Let me rest. That poor woman. I, she was the unsung hero for me. She was. Out of them. She was. She, she was just like, I guess. Because she okay, wasn't trying whatever. to smooth shit over. She wasn't trying to figure shit out. She was just like, can y'all eat so y'all get the fuck out of my yard so I can go lay down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I appreciated the fact that she was willing to go dress shopping with Larissa. Yeah. I, I do was, appreciate okay. when the family like, okay. step because even with uh what's his name? Jonathan's family, even though him and his mother are pretty estranged, and his mother was really against the relationship, she still was like, It's not yeah. this girl's fault. This girl doesn't yeah. have family, her family can't get here. I'm still going to participate with her as if it's if we're in yeah. a good place and i'm like the doting mother-in-law excited yeah. that you're getting and married. i appreciate that because at least someone's acknowledging where these people are coming from yeah mm-hmm. and it's more the fucked up thing is i i feel like in just about except for ashley and jay kalani and kalini I mean, Ashley already and had her dress on reserve. Steven this bitch had four other weddings planned before. <laughs> bitch, right? 
but I feel like for except for those relationships, every other relationship outside of the partners has somebody that is more empathetic, yeah. more willing to understand what exactly is happening here, why people are reacting the way they're yeah. reacting. Like the, the people outside of the relationships are willing to give more of a grace to the, than to the people that are yeah, in the relationship. Very much so. And I feel like that speaks more volumes mm-hmm. than anything. Like it, this show was really heavy. For me, it was really heavy. It felt like watching Catfish. Yeah. And Catfish makes me like really. The it, Catfish. The, ugh, the it's just really non-ridiculous bad. versions. Of, <laughs> the non-ridiculous episodes of Catfish. Yeah. Well, I yeah. The like, ones I ain't where talking it's about just someone. Kelly Price. Not that episode. That was just dumb. No. But... Or Little Bow Wow. Or Little Bow Wow. <laughs> Like the episodes where it's just someone who doesn't fit like what the aesthetic or standard of yeah. beauty is, who is looking for some kind of affection or love or connection. Yeah. And then to be outed that way on television, it it's really it sad and it's really exploitive. And f- 90 Day Fiance gives some of these teas too. To a certain yeah, degree. I mean, but all these shows are like that, honestly, if we really want to. Yeah, that's true. They're all They're exploitive, all exploitive. In different It's levels. just how aware are the participants of what they're signing up for? Yeah, Which that's even, true. Even if you watch 90 Day Fiance, you can really tell the ones that was very much like, I'm going to be on television because I'm going to milk this. Because Larissa kept on her fans, her yes. followers, her fans, her followers. She... Yes. She knew exactly what and she went on there being as ridiculous as possible. So she will be the one to Larissa be, wanted to Larissa be famous. Larissa wanted to be famous. Larissa trying to get on Future's boat. I, what? I would <laughs> I was about to say I wouldn't doubt it because I'm like, okay, that makes sense considering her pattern, but it was like, wait a minute, know, future? You no, know, future future love him a... Uh, Aggressive ass, toxic exotic ass, looking woman, quote unquote, exotic Ugh. looking woman. Yeah, well, future, like, well, future's future, future's future. And on that note, we can um, wrap this shit up. Kind of, <laughs> well, hold on, because we got to talk about the last thing is them at the reunion and Larissa oh, and them being when late. Larissa and them showed up late because of a cast. stunt. They was definitely pulling a stunt when they showed up that fucking late. Yeah. Y'all knew the fuck better because y'all was because Larissa was yeah. mad that uh, Fernanda was the more popular one because she was cuter. She Said, thought she was going to be the hot. Out. I have to I have look, look better than my, my enemies. enemies. She thought she was going to be the hot Brazilian. Yes. And here comes the younger, cuter one who actually is likable. Exactly. So y'all Bitch, pull this stunt by showing up Asuelo, Like Asuelo also shows he has clear anger been there for issues. Because tw- why the fuck did he? He was... Oof. Girl, like he I thought he was going to... I thought he was about to kill some fucking body. <laughs> He, I fuck shaking the table. I thought he was gonna pick it up and bash I her in the face with it. He was gonna it. hit that bitch with the table. Like, <laughs> Asuela was the physical representation of what everybody felt yep. in that moment. Yep. And another like bonus for Kalani and him, you can see the balance there because when she put his her hand he on him, he started to relax. It was like, babe, yeah. Yes. You can definitely see that he there's like, a real the connection out. and balance in their relationship that they've genuinely cultivated. And he definitely it's not, yeah. 
he was gonna kill he her was. and they pulled <laughs> he was gonna kill her and kill colt and where colt came off i colt's like arrogance i don't know what to it, call it whatever i don't colt understand where that the even reunion. came from because that wasn't even him on the show like what was this no like i didn't understand no. this like arrogant swagger that he had all of a sudden and he's too cool for school that's like, why he, i was like we can't like, skip I over this because he was totally he, different like who is this person like i was very confused not at all <laughs> He came in. He came in like this nigga. He came in like he was hot shit in his little powder he pink did, top. He did, and he gonna sit on the couch and sit all back like he too good for the shit. And he just, I was just like, what? Where did this? Where did all this attitude come from? Because I don't understand what we're even yes. doing. Yes, like they, I Colt. Well, Colt is living the life that Colt deserves to live. Yes. He's alone. So boom. Yes. All right, that wraps it up because we had to talk about that because Colt and told... then the just sheer attack, the way Colt attacked Jonathan, literally for no reason. That bitch, I was just like that so too. What? Like they're literally just sitting here. All Fernandez said is people were genuinely concerned about you. You shouldn't play like that. Especially considering you sitting here defending this woman that just beat your right. ass. And your mama's ass. And these people, and your motherfucking mama's, not once, not twice, but three times that we know of on record. Which means that there were more times than that. If you don't get your old, you too grown for that shit. Yeah. Too grown for that shit. Came at them, came at Fernanda and Jonathan with hell, like with sarcastic, sadity hell in his eyes. With that Cheshire, like, I'm going to get you shit. Yeah. And, and failed at that, honestly. Like, Larissa and him came in with, like, guns ablazing, but those guns were they cap were. guns. And it was just like, can y'all stop? We don't like y'all. Y'all we don't like stop. y'all. They really, I really think they thought they were going to be the most popular couple, and then no one likes them. No. I know definitely she thought she was hot she shit. She definitely thought she was hot shit, and then this one is definitely hotter. <laughs> All right, y'all. I think that's yeah. I think that's good. I think we've covered everything yeah. for the ninety day and all of the fiance for season six. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Uh, Enjoy this, this uh this this little ninety day fiance thing. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, and please make sure your partners treat you right and have conversations with your partners. Be empathetic. Yeah. Try and establish Be healthy boundaries. Learn from the mistakes and these learn people your partner's have made. Love yes. Yes, be considerate of your partners. Yes. Please, God, yes. please. God, this shit was stressful. I see why people like just be single, just end up single for their whole <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> Jesus. Hey. Bye, All right, y'all. y'all.